and welcome <laughs> to episode something of the big conspire hello i'm rick and i'm lee how you doing i'm all right how are you all right tired as i said earlier tired i'm tired but we'll we'll battle through and yeah cool so what's been happening same old stuff same old stuff sounds exciting yeah have you well, you know working sleeping eating learn any, learn any um amazing mythological things i haven't no nothing sorry no i i no i was um listening to a podcast earlier i don't know if you listened to it mysterious universe one I about about genes Oh Spicy yeah, scary, making. scary stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was after that. I was felt quite scared. Yeah, about no, absolutely. The and I don't, I don't generally list all of that stuff. I don't. I'm not bothered about. Hmm. Like I don't, like I say, I don't subscribe to most of it. I don't. I'm not that worried. But yeah, it's kind of if, um, they're, if they're just like it's a free for all. They they haven't got any sort of qualms about doing any of it. I'm I'm sure other countries may be doing similar sort of stuff, but not at the rate they are. And it's you know. Other countries are getting together and having a chat about what should be the rules, and China's just like, "Nah, we're just going on with it." Fuck you, lot. And they're, they're a little bit. There's no. They're a little bit like the Donald Trump of the um, world, where you know there's no pretense. Do you know what I mean? They're just like, we don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, you know, they just come up and they just do it because they've got their own rules outside of everybody else's rules. So to be fair, America have got their own rules out of everybody else's rules. They like pretend to have a little bit of whatever. You know, no, they. But, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Well, they're, they're well and truly um, knee-deep in eugenics, aren't they? You know, developing... Who, China? Eug- yeah. The bio- yeah. You know, developing um, gene, you know... Gene um, therapies and whatever, even maybe chemical call gene... It, call it therapies, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah, I just... Yeah, it was a whole scary thing. And they've that got... Constant- self a chain of thoughts in my, my mind about what the future might hold. Apart from, you know, trying to make genetically engineered super soldiers but also you know trying to make genetically engineered viruses and you know gene not just like a virus but actually targeting genes and stuff yeah. as a weapon and they you know they've come out apparently they've said there's stuff out there with speeches and that where they've said they want to do they're working on this stuff and you've got um z is it president z is that his name the the actual the try like he's actually is them saying that he's um one of his top top people that he you know he got some inspiration from he's like hitler he's got like hitler and stalin yeah. it's like you know scary shit it, it's definitely scary shit and they really are going ahead with you know um well you like killing people basically you yeah. know it's selective breeding etc they've been doing that for years and the scary thing is is that again i've said before is that our government say you know, you want to base stuff on, you know, what they're doing on the, the China model. They're looking up to China, but do you ever get... Um, I haven't heard anyone say that. No, I, I certainly have, and you hardly ever you hardly ever get condemnation of the Chinese government, what's going on, you know, like the Uyghurs and stuff like that. Uyghurs, Uyghurs. Well, you do, but there's... I don't think there's anything we can do to stop it. What can we do? It doesn't matter. How do you stop it? You you stop trading at least with them. You stop you stop doing stuff like that. They're letting them put you know they're with the Hawaii. I know they've said they're going to stop them doing that, but it should be massive condemnation, shouldn't it? It should. If it was like the problem is all look at the stuff that comes out of China. All our technical goods all come from China now. Everything. 
Well, yeah, I know. The whole, you know, I don't know how much of the world's manufacturing comes of like technical stuff comes, but a lot of it comes from China. But a lot of the, a lot of the way, a lot of their technologies have come from like the UK, America, Europe. You know, come from our scientists and our developers. You know, in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Because they've they've like sucked the brains of scientists, etc., from here, isn't it? The, yeah. the, the Thousand Talents program, I, you know, where, yes. where they 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 pay people to work for them. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but just it's scary thinking about it. Very scary. Anyway, we're not going down that route today. Well, but. we we might because there's certain there's certain actually certain things that link possibly into that. And my um, hey, before we go anywhere, you know what I gotta do? Yeah. Hey, have you had any dreams? No, hang on. You're, you're, you're jumping the gun. No, no. I'm no, going with this. What, what, you're not going to do the social media aspect before no, we no, no one cares about that. We'll oh. do it later on. Yeah, I did. I have had a dream. I had a dream. Was it a spiritual dream or is this just another one of your... You can decide. Okay. Right, basically... My dog's having a nervous breakdown behind me. Right, basically... Last night I had a dream, right? It is, yeah. Actually, it was really quite strange because... First of all, obviously dreams are all like here, there and everywhere, but I was trying to catch buses somewhere and I didn't know it was the 285 and 490 bus, which obviously, you know, it's on the whatever route, but it wasn't, it was on a, it was on my dream route, but I couldn't work out. I was lost. I couldn't work. I didn't know what bus stop to get or where, uh, you know, where to get off. You know, when you're just like lost on a perpetual thing, but also basically what had happened, I, there was a family get together and I'd left the family get together having a, some kind of weird sulk or something like that and then in my dream it was this is quite dark i was like actually thinking in my dream oh what what's the point of being here i don't need to be here you know, like as in like you know like it's better off not being alive it was really that i mean that is is that spiritual that's dark stuff man you've, you've just gone quiet no, there. i don't that's really, i don't think that's spiritual it's, that's it's weird it's deep it's, it's weirdly deep and then basically after that happened i don't know what what the you know outcome of that was I popped over, I flew over into America and then suddenly I was in America and I was in Detroit and I was this white guy in Detroit and there was all these like, um, I was a bit, I was a bit, um, before you go on, you are a white guy. Oh, I was me. All right. But I wasn't, I wasn't me. (laughs) It was something to do, I was gone into Detroit, but obviously it was like a, a, you know, a a black area and I was a bit sort of scared and I had to sort of maneuver through the, 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 I don't know, I was worried about the black, you know getting mugged or whatever and then um suddenly suddenly i was like this um knife expert but not like a fighting knife i was like a circus knife expert and i was expected to throw knives at people you know like and i was gonna say yeah i'm really good but then it turned it all turned around and there was this um like mexican geezer and he was throwing these knives at me and i was like you know like and they were like almost like you know almost hitting me i was supposed to be the knife guy but he was being the knife guy like in this circus tent and then it, um, I think it cut back to Detroit again. And I went towards this, there was this church tower, like church. And I went up this church tower and I kind of got to the top and it kind of like f- was falling over. But it wasn't, I just couldn't stand up straight and I slid off and then I fell down like, like you're falling to die. And then I kind of woke up. That was okay. quite, it was quite a, um, I mean, that's a quite an in- intense. Uh, it's intense. Uh, I think it's just a dream. I'm not sure there's any relevance you need to attach to that well if you know tarot cards you'll know that the knives or swords are quite um they're quite a not particularly 
not a particularly good card to pull most of the times. So and that I'd put if I was looking at it through a tarot point of view, the knight, the like the swords would be something, be be wary of something. And also the tower is is change like big change into um stuff. Okay. So maybe it's like a sword, tower, something there's gonna be some big changes somewhere along the line. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Some, not. Somewhere. But you did ask if I had a dream, and I, I told did. you my dream. <laughs> well, and you, you've attached certain stuff to it, which is right for you to do. It was. I, yeah. I got something for you. Awesome. Okay. It's not. It's not anything like that. It's just how a um, like real world events can intrude into your dream. Oh, okay. Okay. So, it was me and you, and I. It's just a weird, like in a weird dream place, and a bit of it at some point we was looking at it was nighttime was looking at the stars right and one of them started moving and then it was like a a, a spaceship and a, a ufo like flying like a little point of light and it started zigzagging that and i was like oh turn the light off because apparently we were in a house even though there was no walls or whatever so i reached around and turned the light off even though i don't know there was a wall there at the time but we were still outside it's a weird dream relevance and i, I think i was trying to look through binoculars at this um like bit of light moving around this isn't this isn't the bit and then after that the thing flew off um you were there and you were like went to go to get in bed but you were your nose was making like you were like awake but you were making a snoring noise i was like oh would you sharp making that noise with your nose and then li just after that i woke up and my missus was really snoring and i had to wake <laughs> up and had to stop snoring <laughs> but anyway it's just because it, the, the noise was obviously intruding into my dream and it, it manifested as you like making a snoring noise i just told you to shut up it's like would you stop making that noise it's really annoying <laughs> and then i did wake up and had to tell my wife to stop snoring uh do you know what you need to look i tell you what I, i've often had dreams about quite a few times i've had dreams about ufos and then and I found a story relevant to the dream I've had about UFO, but I felt it was relevant. So maybe you need to look through some. Is, I don't think it was that. I think it was just. I'm just saying. Maybe you need to like. The important point was the real snoring. world events. Yeah, I know. I know. Intruding into my dream. So why was what was my two eight five four ninety bus route thing? And I don't get a bus ever mm -hmm. anymore. I know. Maybe you'll be getting one soon. Love. Oh, thanks. Great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that, that is weird, isn't it? How that happens, you know? Like, well, it, it, yeah, you could be like, like if you're laying on your back or something and you can't breathe properly, you, you start choking in your dream, kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, that's like that's cool. Also, I remember, I remember um, dreaming that I I ate a giant marshmallow and I woke up and my pillow. Was oh, gone. shut up! <laughs> Such an old joke and a rubbish one. Even back then, <laughs> you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. Lovely. Anyway. Wait, should we, should we, do we not want to, does it even matter if we say we are the big conspire and you can find us at Podomatic and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and also live on Twitch between the hours of 7.30 and 10 on a Wednesday evening. Was that, was that appropriate? Yeah, but not the big conspire on Twitch. Oh no, it's not, nothing to do with That's 73. Oh yeah. At the big conspire. No. <laughs> wow. Confusing. Confusing.com. Um, I have to make a comment about the last podcast that I we recorded, which was I quite enjoyed it, and I went to edit it. I'm a bit of I'm a bit of bit of fuckery, I'm a bit rubbish at the editing. And I thought I'd put the music on and stuff like that and edit out certain things in it. And then 
I uploaded it thinking it was all alright and then when I listened back it was just there was no music on it intro music or outro music and it was just the whole recorded chat so that'll probably happen this week as well we'll see it's all we'll good see. it's all good I have just got a um, a, um, a stream music maker thingy to edit it with so but hey hey it is what it is well you can keep practicing you'll get there in the end yeah yeah you know you know with um when I win the lottery tonight, I'll get the um, my own studio set up in wherever. That'd be cool. Looking forward to it. That'll just give you more technology that you don't know how to use. Well, no, I'll just make it. I'll do it basic, just like soundproofy stuff. You know, like okay. So I don't. Shed. Have, I don't have. So to, you get your own shed. Yeah, basically, yeah, man cave. That'd be cool, like man cave with heating though. And if I've won a lottery, I'd have to go to work, so I could just be drunk while I'm doing it. I suppose. I'm not. I'm not allowed because I've got a fatty liver, apparently. I don't know what to say Cheers. to that. Cheers. <laughs> he says. As I'm drinking. As I'm drinking a bit of bourbon. Um. Uh, so, uh, actually, news today. Was it today? Yesterday that the vaccine's been approved? <sighs> I think we should at least gloss over, you know, yeah. breeze past this. Oh, no, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm disgusted. People are like, yeah, fuck yeah. Team immunization. Fuck. It's ridiculous. It just breaks my heart. It breaks my tiny heart that... Uh, right, I just, I just don't know what to say. I'm bemused. I by think that. anyone who's listened to any of these podcasts before knows you're standing on vaccinations. It's not that. Oh, no, 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 it's not vaccinations. It? It's like, but this is ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. Like the amount of time it usually takes to make a vaccine, they can't even get the test right. They don't, don't even know how to test for the fucking thing properly. How on earth can they make a vaccine for something they don't even know how to test for properly? It's ridiculous. But they do know how to test. Uh, well, sort of know how to test. Anyway, whether the test is being done. Well, I, um, on the thing about the vaccine being coming out really quick, there's a few things I read where they're saying because usually it, they go through processes of you know they start making the vaccine and then they wait till that's done and then they start testing it and then they start producing it and that's why it takes so long. Yeah. But apparently this time they've been doing them all at the same time, so they've been making it and testing it and producing it all at the same time so the long-term doesn't effects they must have long-termly affected them all at the same time to check well, it with the mice and doesn't really like make that. a lot of sense because if they're making the vaccine and then as soon as they like get one they think is going to work they start testing it but then at the same time they start producing it but then why would you produce a vaccine if it hasn't been tested hasn't gone through tests because that's why they're saying it's so quick yeah because they're producing it even as they're testing it it's like well when's it comes out wrong and you've just made a million doses of this stuff you're going to have to chuck away I it's don't, nonsense yeah I, I i don't know what the um it doesn't quite add up i mean i can understand why they would say it's been you know all compressed and they're doing things where they would wait for one thing to finish before they start doing another but this time they're they're not, they're not doing it that way they're doing it all together yeah i can understand that could squeeze the time down but long term i don't term i don't know outcomes what, i don't know i don't know i don't know what the long term I don't know what they're, you know, the whole planning work. It is a plan. The whole, this whole thing has been a plan. But I don't know whether this is the va vaccine is the plan or whether the vaccine is simply just a way for people just to make shitloads of money. Um, but it's always a way for people I mean, to make money. Uh, I know, but whether it was just a way to people just to make loads of money, or is it is to do with the gene splicing, well, you know, um, alien agenda, etc. 
Or maybe it won't. Maybe everyone will just be alright, and it's like just a normal vaccine that injures people willy nilly. Like not normal vaccines, but it's going to be so many more people getting oh. this than than, than anything. What about willy nilly? Well, yeah, it's pretty much. It's not willy nilly, is it? Some people get have adverse effects. Lots of people uh, beyond. Do. Yeah, but not willy nilly. I mean, there's a one small percent. It's a tiny percentage. Not really. Not that, I, not that you want to be one of those tiny percentage, but and I don't think they've said. You know, it's not a, a general thing that goes with this vaccine. You know, no. there's a tiny percentage. They haven't. Just they, think they, they've just everyone said everyone is going to be fine. They said it's completely safe, literally. Well, I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I don't know. I can't, I can't speculate what what. Well, the... no, a couple of um, doctors have filed a suit in the EU to try and stop it being produced. Okay. Who, who did that? you see that? No, I didn't. This, um, right, I got them. There's a. Dr. Michael Yedden, who's the ex-Pfizer head of respiratory, how do you say that word? Respiratory. Yeah. Research and lung specialist and former head of public health department, Dr. Wolfgang Woodog. Right. Okay. That's the German. thing with the, um, like the European Medical Agency, who's responsible for the eu like you know letting drugs go through and they're basically saying that the studies aren't up to scratch so they want to know they put out a petition they want people to sign it well they want to they put out a petition they yeah want people to sign it to say that it needs to be halted so they can do a proper you know so things can be done properly yeah i wonder if have have they been silenced or they're not at the moment uh I'm, i'm not sure how accurate the you know the report I've seen is yeah. whether they're. I don't even know. I didn't do any research. I don't know if these people are, you know, real people or whether yeah. this is made up. But there's, you know, there's a thing you can go on and sign to support them. So they're saying the uh, the the study should not be continued until it's like a proper study design has been put together. Right. Because obviously it's so so rushed. They're not sure. You know, they've got safety concerns. Uh, regarding the people who it's been sit on, yeah, in the beginning. Uh, let's see if I can think. Uh, one of the things is is like you say about the PCR test because of the accuracy of that. Then they're worried about the like the accuracy of the test, the actual yeah. uh, results from the vaccine. Yeah, because you don't you know, if the PCR's not testing people, you know, for finding people. With a you know who's yeah. got the virus, then obviously the the virus results are not right, are yeah. they? The the vaccine results are not right. No, they just so they, there's a you know there's a big question mark hanging over that. It's whatever whatever results they want to get, they've got, haven't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, just yeah. just just to push it through. Now, I don't know. It's it's so um, ambiguous. Is that the right word? What does that even mean? Am- ambiguous. Is that the word? No. Depends what you're using it for. I don't really know. <laughs> the results are ambiguous. Yeah. Can we use that? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can use the, that. The results for the vaccine trial are ambiguous, to say the least. Um, right, one of the things I was saying is, I got, I'm going to read this a little bit. Sorry. Formation of so-called non-neutralizing antibodies can lead to an exaggerated immune reaction, especially when the test person is confronted with real wild viruses after vaccination. This so-called antibody-dependent amplification, ADE, has long been known from experiments with coronavirus vaccines in cats, 
although cats and humans are not the same so that's a little bit silly not really yeah but uh, well for example in the course of these studies all cats that initially tolerated the vaccination well died after catching the wild virus but i mean it doesn't always think because if you had chocolate and you were testing chocolate like before anybody had it hang on you're saying everyone all of the cats that had the vaccine caught who caught the virus afterwards died from it all the all the cats who had the vaccine and then got the wild virus died oh right okay Although technically after you know with the vaccine helped it worked against the lab virus but when they get in contact with a wild virus i'm not sure even what well, it obviously wasn't the same that it was a coronavirus it doesn't say what coronavirus it is but they all died I'm saying cats and humans aren't the same. That's why they don't generally test on cats. No, because you stuff. can't. They use things like transfer, mice, does it? Or birds? No. Maybe well, birds. What I'm is as a thing, if you like had no, you, you just invented chocolate. You thought, oh, I'll, I'll test all this chocolate on dogs, and you give it to dogs, all the dogs would die. Yeah, true. Like, oh, it's not safe for humans, but humans can eat chocolate. Yeah, but yeah. it's that sort of thing. So cats, just because it's on cats, doesn't mean that's a, so a thing you should probably test it on pigs, maybe or yeah, I mean, rats. I mean, is it mice? Yeah, mice. Maybe all the mice in the test survive, but it doesn't line up with scaring people that the vaccine, does it? No, If not really. about cats and then said, but all the mice who had it and then got the wild virus survived. So it's you, not all, really all, your gonna... cat, all your cats are fucked, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's, it's not a it's not a like-for-like like thing. So in that sense... It's a dog plan. Whatever. Dogs, dogs planned it. But uh, this uh, the, the vaccinations are expected to produce antibodies against spike proteins of SARS-CoV-2. However, spike proteins also contain syncytin, some sort of protein, what's that protein, which are essential for the formation of the placenta in mammals such as humans. It must be absolutely ruled out that a vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 could trigger an immune reaction against that protein, as otherwise infertility, infertility of indefinite duration could result in vaccinated women bingo that's the population control thing it's possible i mean it's a possible outcome if it's a possibility it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a possibility to uh, mrna vaccine from uh pfizer contains polyphylene glycol 70 percent of people develop antibodies against this substance this means that many people can develop allergic potentially fatal reactions to the vaccination Lovely. The much too short duration of the study does not allow a realistic estimation of the late effects. As in narcolepsy cases after the swine flu vaccinations, millions of healthy people would be exposed to an unacceptable risk if the emergency approval were to be granted and the possibility of observing the late effects of the vaccination were to follow. Nevertheless, Pfizer apparently submitted... Well, it's gone through, isn't it? It's awful. It's awful. It's... Uh... Don't touch that. Don't give it to you. Don't Dr. give it to your grandma. Uh, and Dr. Yedon <laughs> ask as many EU citizens as possible to co-sign their petition by sending their email prepared here to the EMA. So basically they want people to support their thing. I mean, I don't know if any of that stuff is true that I've just read out. But you've got <laughs> maybe, I should have, maybe I shouldn't have read that out. Anyway. Mate, you should already share that on... Um, share it to me. Give it to me. Share it to me on Twitch or whatever. See if we can get banned yeah, on yeah. Twitch. Yeah, um you will put it through the uh, our twitch um our twitch lines ah oh, but i just yeah I'm, i know I, I, every week i'm just like i'm just dumbfounded by people just the thing is they're like yeah we're going to take it but without literally without knowing what's in it you know the ingredients of it yeah it's it's safe it's all right just you know just take it take take your medicine man Take your medicine, man. 
brother, take your medicine, man. Well, Do you know they did say they also uh, we're not we're not going. This is government saying we're not going to um, make it mandatory vaccinations, but they'll press for or make it easy for companies to make it mandatory for you to get vaccinations. If, even if it's not law, it'd be like you can't go in a bank or in a, in a food, you know, go and buy your food or go on, get on a plane, train, etc., and go to swim baths, all that stuff. But they, so they, they won't make it illegal for you to do that, basically, or for companies to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. What are you reading? Nothing. I'm just... Yeah, I think, yeah, that's entirely possible that would be the outcome. Be like, oh, well, they, they've already said a lot of airlines or some airlines said you were not going to be able to get on and travel without it, you being vaccinated. Hmm. We're talking about sports events, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just not. I don't. Anyway, so there is, there is scientists and doctors out there who are still concerned. It's, it's about a bit too late, though, isn't it? A little bit. They're yeah, pushing probably, it through yeah. so quickly. Yes, I mean, it's out there. It's going to be, people are going to be vaccinated. Next week, starting as early as next week. I mean, how cl- they've pushed this through so quickly. I mean, it's, it might be all right. Might be. Go for it. It's all gone quiet. Anyway, that was our thoughts. I just I saw that little thing about the um, petition and I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be interesting. No, definitely, you. definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, send that my way and I'll, I'll, I'll um, spread the news. I'll give the family, okay. I'll give the family the good news. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Oh man. So um, what other podcasts? You listen to anything else? Um, no, not not too much really. Nothing. No. Just the this China stuff blew my mind. I'm gonna have to probably find the book that they were talking about and have a read. I listen to um, I listened to audio book. Let me tell you what my audio book was. It was to do with it was a flat Earth one, but it wasn't. It it was flat Earth and like under underground. It wasn't. It was supposed to be an underground base, but it wasn't much about that. I don't even know. I can actually see what it was. Let me just find these books. Um, it was flat Earth and hollow, flat Earth and hollow, uh, hollow Earth theory by Charles River editors. But it's basically just talking about uh, like where the flat Earth theory came from. You know, like um, it's but it's all basically it's all come from religious people, basically. You know, yeah. like just trying to propagate. The, um, the like you have to follow what they say in the Bible because the Bible says that it's you know like the Earth's flat because of blah 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 basically because oh, um, it doesn't fit in. To it, the it doesn't fit in. It was even yeah. again I, I, I forget the name. I think we talked about this where he was um, this this chap was um, the scientist said we can prove to you that um, basically the Earth is round. All you do is just go up, you look through his telescope and you see this lighthouse that's like far, far away. And because it like dips down below the horizon, yeah. it'll prove that. And he was like, no, can't see that. He literally just refused to acknowledge that, you know, it was, it was, but it was fascinating to like listen to the, um, the evolution of, of that, you know, the, the, the propagation conspiracy. of, the, yeah. The, is it conspiracy? I don't know. But yeah, the thing that flat earth is, because people are still mm. going with it now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, like definitely. Some people yeah. are so convinced. I think, I think it, they go by they like get people by saying because you don't know because you only know what you're told. I you know I say that quite a bit. You know, you only know what you're told. You know, with science and stuff like that. You can't prove it, so they're very much 
And I think another thing about Flat Earth is if you really want to work out, like, if the world's round, you have to do some maths, and some of it's quite tricky. It's yeah. like not basic. It's not basic, is it? No. Like when is it trigonometry and all that sort of stuff to do with angles, and you have to do that, and yeah. it's not. It's not the sort of thing you just go up in the morning and let you know all that stuff. You go, oh, yeah, I'll just, you know, go and take some measurements and do these calculations. Like, when you, like the straight canal when you're it. trying to, like, the water should be high, that, you know, lower or higher yeah. as you go, as you go, but it's not. So that proves that the Earth's flat and it's like, not really. And it's, no. it, I mean, it is a bit strange. Like, like, I suppose if you just, like, just used your mind to go, right, the ocean goes around like that. How is it not, you know, if the world's round, how come the water's, goes around do you know what i mean like if you yeah from like a child's sort of perspective of it you know not thinking about gravity etc but it's amazing how how everything doesn't fly off the planet isn't it that but that's the whole point of gravity that's why people worked out what gravity was they were like how come i'm not you know just and floating off yeah Yeah. the earth um the earth's like you know spinning around or whatever whatever i'm sure i mean i'm sure science we know science hasn't got everything right we know that but i'm almost I'm like a hundred I'm a hundred percent sure that we're on a planet, you know, as far as we're concerned. It's all, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. But, but I would say uh, it's our perception of a planet. I don't, do you know, I'm I just mean it's our perception of a planet is round and this is our atmosphere that we live in and there's ground, etc. It's our perception of it because we've got through human senses, but obviously, you know, I, I think there's like, other things to be seen in that you know it's just it's our experience i don't think it's like i don't know if that is this is coming out right but i don't think it's not like everything is material and that's it that that's what i mean there's all there's different things involved with our planet and the atmosphere and the the planets and stuff like that you know astrologically spiritually and stuff like that it's not just okay that, that's but what does I meant, that stop it being round no it doesn't does but, it stop it being a ball well it, it could be our perception that it's a ball or round i don't it doesn't mean it could be like you know like um it, like a computer game right if, if you're in a, a 3d computer game that looks identical to this the in the computer game the, the, the as far as the program's concerned the planet's round you know, but it doesn't mean it is round. It's in a computer simulation. Do you know what I mean? No, I, not I, really. I, I suppose it is relative because even if even if you think, even if your program is that, I'm not. Even if your program is that it's round, it's still round. Yeah. It's, so I, I know it's like. Yeah. Unless you're limited to only a part of the world, like if if it was a program of like one continent and that's all you could go on in your computer program but they tell you it's on a round world then it's then f- technically in the computer program it's not on a round world is it it's, it's just it's a, a continent it's flat <laughs> flat but that's not what we're talking about no we're not it's all no we're not i'm just yeah i'm I just sort of i sort of know what you mean about perception but uh, we have a this discussion before yeah. when we was talking about the matrix and stuff it's it's relevant, isn't it's, it? It's rele- re- if this is what all we can perceive, then this is what we live in. Yeah, it's like um, I think I said, like if you if you always lived in a prison, you're born in a prison. You've always li- I know it's not the same thing, but if you've always been it's the same, if you're born in a prison, you always thing. lived in a prison. You're like your world is the prison. That you know, it's a bit. I don't know. It's 
Anyway, that that was my the thing on it. Basically, I thought it'd be it, it didn't have two sides to the story. It okay. Did, it didn't have both sides to it. Was flat Earth? It was um destroying flat Earth theories, you know. And but it did talk about um hollow, hollow Earth with um like concentric. Basically, like there's another Earth under our Earth, which I found you know which kind of this is what I sort of wanted to talk about tonight. It's quite okay. fascinating. Like um, let's go there then. How, how, Give me some. Give me some hollow earth, under earth, in the earth stuff. Well, it, I mean, people for centuries again they've thought that there's possibly you know like an un, under earth. There's some weird stuff. Um, Hale, 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 Haley, Haley, Haley's comet. He yeah. he um, dis, didn't, don't even discovered Haley's comet, but he proved he worked out when Haley's comet would come back around, and it proved right. But he he. Um, one of his theories was that there's a um, another Earth inside our Earth, like hollow Earth, like spinning round, and it's got a got a um, a sun and stuff like that. I don't know how he worked it out to do it. something to do with you know magnetics and stuff like that because of the width of the crust and all that stuff. But that it was. I mean, people have thought that there's been another Earth under our Earth for quite a long time. It's all it's all a bit. Um, there was a uh, I don't know if you've heard of I think I mentioned this before General Bird Captain Bird Captain Bird's not, Eye not, not Captain Bird's Eye but Captain Bird with his fishy fingers basically after the second after the second world war I bet I get this completely wrong he said so it was an expedition to the what's the what's the one that's just completely made of ice is that the that's the South Pole isn't it yeah the Antarctic the Antarctic um, was complete, there was a um an expedition to the South Pole. I think just to you know, sort of map it, and I th- they think maybe it was to try and see if they could find the um, Nazi bases that were sort of hidden in the South Pole. And um, they apparently there was some of the rumours were that he took a flotilla or like a uh, an armada, you know, like loads of ships out there, and they basically got attacked when they were there by um, UFOs, and loads of boats were sunk, etc. And they come back with their tail between their legs. That's one of the, like, the reports and rumours. I know you're going, hmm. Um, but there, apparently there was a diary found of Captain Bird. This is like, I think this must be after he died. I mean, this is, is it real? Is it a real diary? I don't know. Because it wasn't like a full day-to-day diary. There are just certain bits of it. And it was like, they're talking about how he was flying because he was a nav- uh, flight, you know, he done the, nav- um, the mapping through planes. You know, he was an explorer as well. And he was like flying over the South Pole, and it's gradually started getting um, sort of greener. And he flew into a like a it turned green, you know, like all nice and warm and stuff like that. And as he was flying, there was craft flew up beside him, and he was over like amazing, like sort of basically sort of UFO crafts. And he was they were told, I don't know if it's telepathically that he needed to land. So he landed, and then these like sort of German speaking people came out to him. And they were like, "Welcome to blah blah blah, whatever." And um, yeah, basically, they like introduced him to, like, took him into the inner world there, and showed him that they had all this tech. And this was after the Second World War. After Second World War, yeah. He went. So where was Bird? Where did he come from? Is he English? He's American. American American, uh, admiral. Okay, so after the Second World War, he just—it was just thought he was trying to go with these Germans who live in the Antarctic. Hang on, stop! No, he was—it was an actual. um, It it actually happened. This actual exercise actually happened. It was a a military exercise. They sent loads of ships out there. 
wasn't just a you know no no um, yeah but uh, then he was flying because yeah. he was mapping yeah and then he landed and the germans come out and it's just after the second world war he thought oh this is fine i'll just wander off into the underground base with these germans well, yeah it, it does it does, sound, it does sound a bit well it did say it, it was a diary that was found after it was like mm, this is little you know it's a little bit iffy yeah you know um, yeah. But that, I think a lot of people base their um, Hollow Earth sort of theory on Captain Birds, General Birds, Admiral Birds, whatever his name is, um, you know, diary. And that, that, that's one of the um, sort of recent things. That's, that's, yeah, that's one thing I've got for you. Okay. Got so did he actually fly over the South Pole at all? Well, that, apparently. Okay. And found like I can't even remember what it called it like fool or something like that they found fool oh, oh fool and, um, like T-H-U-L-E there, there is is that what you're I think so is that it? T- no is it a T-H-U-L-E is that what you just said that's T-H-U-L-E. what I said T-H-U-L-E. Yeah. T-H-U-L-E. yeah um there are other people that have said oh, we're a guy with, I'm like me other people that have said that they were they were going again to into the South Pole and they were on like I don't know the sea, the river, and it just kept going, and it kind of went into a hole. But it, the river—it was like you know—it must be a bit weird, like a, I suppose like a waterfall. But it was like a river that went down into it, and they were yeah. just traveling along this river for ages, and then they came to a world that had like like a peaceful world, but there were like giants there, and um, these giants were like bit surprised to see them as much as they were to see them and then they invited them into the homes and like like said we've lived here forever and they fed them and it was it, it's it's some weird shit so in your going away from that is there isn't there meant to be like military bases like hidden military mm-hmm. bases in the south pole oh yeah yeah well, that, and, and it's like that's why no one's allowed to fly there well, did they say that? Well, there was the, the flat Earth jumped on that, didn't they? And said that no one's allowed to fly there because they discovered that the Earth's flat. That, there's that, yeah. but yeah, there is. There's supposed to be. Well, there is definitely military bases in the South Pole. Are you not supposed? Well, very quick, very No, I'm not talking. There's there is it like military base. I'm talking. Isn't they meant to be secret? Supposed to be, they reckon they've found like um, alien tech, don't they? That's why people are not allowed to go there. But that's why all the like dignitaries and stuff went there, were invited there to show them what they'd found. Apparently, you know. Like, Prince Andrew and Andrew. Don't know about Andrew. That's more like Epstein's Island. Um, but like Prince, Prince. Um, who's the um, William? Prince Bonnie, William. Bonnie Prince Charlie. Yeah, but did he go there? Yeah. And um, have you got? When did he go there? Oh, have I got the itinerary? No, I haven't got the itinerary. And Prin- Prince it, Charles. And is that another one of these things where it's like, oh, all the dignitaries went to the Antarctic, <sighs> and I'm saying, did they go to the Antarctic? A- apparently, who, who? Well, I'm not. I don't want. Apparently, yeah. I want at least, at least a, a day, a year. Which which dig, dignitaries, Terry's, went to the South Pole? Because <laughs> I was I was looking up Sorry. a little bit about why you know they say you're not allowed to fly over the South Pole. Yeah. Obviously, one of the reasons is to do with safety. Right. What is that then? Because. Well, because people think, oh, if you're going to fly across the world, it'd be easier than going around it. Easy to just to fly your commercial airliner across the South Pole. But unfortunately, you've got to, you've got to take into it. I looked up a little bit, and you got to take into account safety things. So, if it if a plane did like have to land, like land, 
right? There's nowhere for it to land in the South Pole. You know, if it had a, a mechanical fault and they could put it down, you've got it land in the South Pole, and then you've got all these people on the plane. You're all going to die of exposure. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like it's like a, a sort of a safety thing. Don't fly over the South Pole just in case. You know, you can say that's a, a red herring. There's also the problem with um, jet fuel. Jet fuel freezes about minus forty degrees C. Yeah, well, well, oh, okay. So how cold does it get there then? Well, it goes below. It goes. I think I don't know what the coldest was, but it was freaking cold. But you know, it's it's colder than that. And as a counter to that, they also say, oh, if you're doing a long distance flight and you're in the atmosphere, you know, you're high up in the atmosphere, you get that cold as well, which is true. Yeah. When you're in in those sort of flights, because there's they got like um, sensors, say the pilots know if the temperature's getting close. I think it's within three degrees of getting right. near forty, like minus forty. They get a signal, and then basically the plane uh, drops altitude to where it's a bit warmer. Yeah. But obviously in the South Pole you can't do that. If you drop altitude, you just it's just going to be just as cold. So. So it's like there's a chance that if you do f keep flying over the South Pole, you'll get get a day when it's like super cold and your your fuel will f freeze. There's no way out of it. You can't. But um, what about boats change and stuff altitude. like that? If you can go overground. About what boats? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah, boats. You know, if you're not well, you're not it's not just about flying. Yeah, but, over, uh, yeah, but no one's gonna no one's gonna go across the South Pole in a boat. Why would you want to do that? It's a really inhospitable environment. But Why you, would you not sail around the ocean that isn't frozen? But apart, I, I don't. I don't, to... I don't think you're allowed to. That's that's the thing as well. It's not just about flying over it. I don't think you're allowed to do it. No, I haven't seen anything that said you're not allowed to. But there's no point. Why would you? Why would you go there? It's not like you're going to be coming from one part, one half of the world to the other, and you think, oh, I'll just take a shortcut through the Antarctic. It's freaking freezing. You need an icebreaker or whatever. Yeah, I know. And plus, Plus, there is a huge landmass there as well. It's not like you can sail over the landmass. And they reckon, that obviously, the landmass is has probably got like old tech on it, old civilization on it. It's like well, fast that, frozen. That's, that's part. That's part of the, the whole, whole conspiracy thing, isn't it? Yeah. of it, isn't it? But I'm saying, people, people, part of the conspiracy is you're not allowed to go there. It's like off limits. It's illegal or whatever, which isn't, as far as I can see, isn't true. The reason planes don't fly is because of what I said. The boats don't go because you can't actually sail across across it. It's a landmass. Yeah, it's but, got mountains in it. It's not like you can take your cruise liner and cut through the South Pole, is it? It's the same as you can't take a cruise liner and cut through the North Pole because it's huge masses of ice. It's not. Yeah, but you could go overground there. I don't think you're allowed to go overground. You know, like. But why would you want to? It's like I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna go from Australia to the other side of the world. I'll just nip across the South Pole. It's why? It's an inhospitable place. It's not so, just because you can. Like, just find no, it. But you can in what? To, Who's <laughs> gonna do that? Me. I'll get me. Me and I'll you. Get me RV and I'll get them to drop me off on a ferry, and I'll just drive across and me me family. I'll take it across the South Pole because it's quicker. It's a ridiculous thing to say. No, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Well, no, I don't know. You mean expeditions? Yeah, yeah. But they do. There's scientists there. No, but like private, whatever, private people, private expeditions. Is there, basically, is there a cover-up? I Have have dignitaries and stuff gone there? Oh, didn't you just look that up? No. You, you couldn't find uh, anything, could you? Well, no. I, <laughs> I, I did look it up. What was it? Who's um, Lance Armstrong? No, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Was it Lance Armstrong? Who's Lance Armstrong? 
Who's the who's the one? He's who... the cyclist. Oh yeah, is me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Hang on, it's either Buzz Aldrin, South Pole. Just bear with me. I, can't, I'm, I don't know why it keeps going on to Google because I don't like Google. Buzz Aldrin nearly. What the fuck? This is annoying me. Sorry, keep talking. Keep talking. Well. I've just, if you put in Google and like visit Antarctic, forget, forget like Google. voyages, you can go there. Forget Google. I want the, I want the other stuff. <laughs> well, you just said people can't go there. You can book cruises to it. Buzz Aldrin nearly died. I mean, it might not be across the, like the center of it, but you can actually go to the South Antarctic. Go to the Antarctic Peninsula. Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. For they took 7,000 pounds. They took Buzz Aldrin to the um, to South Pole to show him the alien stuff. What, what year was that? Uh, when he was 86 and he, he got ill and ended up having to be evacuated. But he was 86, let's be honest. Oh, he's 86 now. Yeah. Basically, it. But, but I'm pretty sure Buzz Aldrin said that there was he saw aliens when he went into space tourism tourism in antarctica during 2009 to 2010 tourist season over 37,000 people visited antarctica all right okay did they <laughs> a party of skiers arrived after traversing overland to the south pole december 2009 i mean that just this is what gone yeah, this doesn't really support. Doesn't support the theory. Well, that, it? it's after after that, it's everyone's been banned. But before that, people seem to be going there. I don't know if it's. I don't know if they can just. You can just go. Where do you go in the South Pole then? <laughs> I don't know. See some penguins. That's really weird. I think it'll... that's really weird. Hang on, hang on. The... Because it says, I'm just looking up that, and it says, bizarre hundred year cover up of penguin prostitution, whatever that means. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, then people go there. Maybe they just go to the edge, like around the outside of the South Pole. Right. Antarctic. The Antarctic Peninsula was a place I just saw people going. So. Antarctic. Right, okay, right. regulations. The, the This is off of um, Wikipedia, so take this however you want to. The Environmental Protocols of Antarctic Treaty does not specifically address tourism, but it provisions go some way to minimising the adverse impact of tourists because, once ratified, the protocol is legally binding over all visitors to the Antarctic, whether on government or private ships. Okay. Um, I want to go back to that, um, talking about Admiral Byrd. Go on then. Right. In 1947, Admiral Byrd led 4,000 military troops from the US, Britain and Australia in an invasion of Antarctica called Operation High Jump. That was it called, the official thing was Operation High Jump. And at least one follow-up expedition. Uh, that's a fact. It's, you know, um, the part of the story that is seldom told, at least in official circles, that, circles that Byrd and his forces encountered flying saucers, apparently. According to Collective Evolution, whatever that is, he claims to have been greeted by a flying machine, and this is when he first interacted with the beings that existed in a place that is known to many as oh, Agartha. That's it, Agartha. The beings told him they were concerned with the development of nuclear weapons and the overall well-being of the planet based on how humanity was affecting it. Admiral Byrd apparently claimed, like many before him, that the North and South Pole actually two of many openings to the centre. He also claimed that the inner Earth has a central sun, like Ula did, 
His theory is that both poles of the Earth are actually convert, convex rather than concave. This means that ships and planes would be able to fly or float right in. This is Bird saying that, apparently. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Apparently he died a very mysterious death. He was found dead in an empty warehouse. It's worthy to note that he was a, he was six years old when he accompanied his father on his expeditions. What? What's that mean? Oh, I was talking about, forget, forget I just said that. <laughs> well, in 2008, the South Korean government passed a law prohibiting Korean passport holders from visiting Antarctica. Ah. Does it say why? I don't know. just says that. Ah. It's just got some other stuff like um, the governments of Chile requires all its captains to go on to an Antarctica, that go to Antarctica to attend a month-long school in Antarctic navigation. Right. I know, it's just some of the stuff that that's countries it, that's do. That's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to find, click on stuff, but nothing's... Um, working. It's frozen out. Uh, someone messaged my computer earlier. Like, oh, we got rid of some stuff on your computer, and now it's like, yeah, thanks for that. It don't fucking work now. Anyway, that that's one place. You've also got... Um, have you heard of Mount, Mount Shasta? Nope. Uh, but you can tell me about it. Mount Shasta. It features prominently prominently in Native American legends. Reports that local tribes saw the mountain as the centre of the universe and integral to the creation myths. Mount Shasta sits on territories held by the Shasta, the Wintu, the Achumawi, the Atsugui and the Modoc tribes. I said that all right. Um... The Wintu tribe worships Mount Shasta, tracing the origins to spring in its peak. One legend recounts a few between two volcanoes. Right, anyway. So where is this? Mount in America, of course. Okay. Well, don't say of course. Uh, well, Native American pretty much says America, America, doesn't it? Oh, did you say Native American? Yeah, I did yeah. Okay. According to ancient origins, only medicine and medicine men and women were allowed to climb the mountain. Uh, apparently, there's. Um, Two hidden civilizations in Mount Shasta. Um, there's a lost continent of Lemura. Legend has it that Lemura, named after lemurs, because apparently lemurs lived there. What? Um, fought with Atlantis. Uh, anyway, there's been lots of people have seen like UFOs and stuff coming like around Mount Shasta and that. I did actually listen to one story that that's there was a people were going on um like a mountain climb, you know, like a hill climb kind of hike. Yeah. There was a couple of them and they found this opening in the mountain and they went in and they kept walking walking they just kept going just to see investigate what it was and as they went in they come up they were like there shouldn't have been anyone around for miles but uh, there were a couple of men in there like appeared in front of them and they're like oh, okay this is a bit dodgy and they seemed to be dressed a little bit like lumberjacks like or like you know not you know like um that kind of garb sort of thing yeah and the um and the, 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 they bumped into him, and then the bloke said to him, who they bumped into, he said, uh, what are you doing here? What are you looking for? And they were like, uh, nothing. We were just sort of walking. They were like, oh, uh, maybe you should come with us. And they were like, not too sure about that. So they went to turn around and like go back the other way, and there were a couple of other men there. And they were like, no, you better come with us. And they were a little bit scared that maybe they'd run into a, um, I don't know, like some kind of gang, you know, like doing whatever they were doing. Anyway, they, they made them sort of go with them, and they got them into this um oh, like, a, like a mine mine sh not mine not a minecraft what is it like a like a um, like a thing you get in 
that you. Minecart, like a minecart, like, like, like but a it was train. like it was like bigger. You know, like a bit more looked like more tech techno. Like a train, like a train, but not a train, like sort of thing. And they a got tram, a tram, but not a tram. Yeah, like that, but in the mountain. And they were like made them like. Um, they started driving this train, and they said the train went like like mega mega like really really fast, and they were a little bit scared. And as they were going along, um, they saw this light coming towards them. And they saw that the people that had, like sort of captured them were a bit sort of agitated, a bit scared. And then this light come up to them, and they stopped. And there was, and then basically these other men got out of this other thing and pointed some laser thing at them. And these people that were with fell over the baddies, like fell over. Yeah. And then these other people that got out of this other other craft come up to them, and they were like, "Oh, are you from the um, are you from the upside world? You know, like are you from the?" outside and they were like uh we think so as far as we're concerned we are they're like oh well the people that you're with they're like bad guys and they probably would have killed you and um it was weird they basically explained to them that they these people that are bumped into live in the um underworld and that they shouldn't have come down there and if it had been under another circumstance they probably wouldn't have let them go but because of something they were going to let them go but not to come back and there's more to it than that but that's the sort of one there's loads of stories there was there's loads of stories of people that have like sort of wandered into these these tunnels and then sort of been turned around or whatever and then let go but there was a uh, one like from about f like it's like three or four hundred years ago in the in the um uk it was in um where's stonehenge what's that um wiltshire i think it was no somerset yeah. somewhere in somerset and it was basically basically they, it was like an old uh, the way they it was an old tale it was like oh this ignorant farmer you know because everyone who was bloody you know a worker was ignorant ignorant farmer was digging in this field and um he happened to come up hit this like solid thing and he sort of dug around it and it turned out that it was like a, a um a trap door so he lifted this trap door up and there were stairs and he wondered he lit his torch or whatever and then wandered down these stairs and he sort of kept going he was hoping that he'd find treasure but as he kept going down basically saw this light and it came towards him and it was this like humanoid like tall humanoid that pointed this like laser thing at him i can't remember if he said he passed out or he woke up like outside and he tried to tell people what it was but he could never find it again. But it's just like it's just like I don't know if that makes any sense. What I just said, but it's just some weird stuff like that. What are you looking at? I'm listening to you. Oh, I was right, looking okay. at. Um, I found a thing about people travelling to Antarctica, dignitaries in. Yeah, I was trying to look and I couldn't find it. There's definitely loads of stuff about it, but there's a lot of purging on the internet about you know, sort of hidden, hidden, hidden things basically. And it was uh, this one was, I think in 1999. 24 nation summit convenes in icy wastes of Antarctica. With representatives from 24 nations, all signers of the 1959 Antarctic Treaty, arrive Monday in Antarctica for a two-day summit on ecology of the Earth's least explored continent. Okay, what date's that? That was 25th of January, 1999. Yeah, that probably makes sense, yeah. But that seems to be after that, though, that it happened. Because you wouldn't have had William going down there, would you, in 1999? No. No, you wouldn't. No. Oh, this is this is one time some of them went down there. But I think it was like an ecology thing. So they say. That's obviously, that's obviously not the one you was thinking about. Mm, maybe it was. Maybe it was. You know, that's, maybe that's like people, they see that happening. John, 
John Kerry went there at some point. There you go. That's proof. People are saying that's to do with um, UF, uh, secret Nazi, not Nazi UFO, UFO base. I can't speak. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the Nazis didn't lose the war, did they? They just changed. They just adapted. They just turned it around to make it seem like they'd lost the war, but they didn't. They just carried on their agenda. No, they lost the war. Which has just been... Did, no, the Germany lost the war. Did the Nazis lose the war? Um, they lost Operation Paperclip. Um, well, some of them, some of them survived and well, got done well out of it, but they didn't win. But if they, if the thing is, if an ideology carries on, and if you were fighting, does, does it carry on? Well, it has carried on, hasn't it? It's, it's, what it, in underground bases, Antarctica? Yeah, maybe, but like in, you, know, you know, like they they got their eugenics program from the America in the first place. America exported it to Germany, and then they just sort of brought it back again. America have you know, sort of kept up some kind of eugenics program along. Sort of really? Well, yeah. That's I don't what, think they have. Well, you don't think that they got it from there in the first. What about like plan? Well, no, I know they definitely um, eugenics idea definitely comes, you know, strongly yeah. out of America. Some of the people. Yeah. That, that was the sort of the where the ideology. We weren't talking about it anyway. Talking about under who were underworld under whatever under thingy. Bases. There's, I think Mount Rain. There's a few places that have um, apparently sort of lead to the underworld, and there's apparent, apparently Go on. other races under there that live there. Yeah. We're just like we're just we're, you know. So we're, we're new. is that like the lizard people? Do they live under there, or are they something oh, different? There's so many. Do you know what? I, I get. I've heard so many different stories of like it's either the lizard people or the other people or la la la. la but sort of lizard people are sort of involved in it. But there's so many, apparently, so many different races that have wanted to inhabit this planet and fight over this planet or use this planet for blah blah whatever. It must be like, I don't know what it is. What is it about this planet that, or is it all bullshit? Really? <laughs> you ready to answer that one? Is it all bullshit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Are the um, are the reptoids? Are they um, are they prominent? Are they the ones that are under the thingy, or are they are they on the moon? Are they in Saturn? What Don't is know. what is going on? There are a lot, a lot, a lot of sightings of um, sort of UFOs and stuff coming out of the sea. So yeah. that that you know that that kind of makes sense that they would be underground, like under under the under lakes and stuff like that, under underground. What, yeah, like that's not underground. Vol- that's underwater. Well, it is under. It's like underwater. I mean, it could to, be because there is. Um, you do get reports of like tunnel systems that you can reach from the sea because there's one. Um, there was a report. It was it was apparently from um, a military person in America, mm-hmm. but it's unnamed. So, well, would, a high-ranking but unnamed naval officer told us to, told of the discovery of a huge network of tunnels under portions of the west coast of the U.S. Mm. He said that a U.S. nuclear submarine had explored some of the tunnels, which are accessible just off the continental shelf, and had followed them inland for several hundred miles. Sounds a bit, you know. He says, what is being passed off as the San Andreas Fault are actually large, unsupported chambers that are in the process of collapsing. Oh, okay. So you've got these huge underground sort of weld. Well, underwater underground weld. Mount, I... He says, hold on, hold on. Right. He says more. He says, a, a well-known US nuclear submarine was lost on its way. 
in one of these passages and was never heard from again. <laughs> apparently, apparently, two nuclear submarines have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. The US um, Fresher and the USS Scorpion. Mm. I don't know what the circumstances of their disappearance are, but maybe one of them is one of these ones that's lost in a tunnel. But the most craziest of the theory is some of California is actually floating on the ocean. When oil companies began pumping oil from beneath the city of Long Beach, it began to sink up to 26 feet before the pumping was stopped. I don't believe that at all. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, but if it's underwater, then... On top of water? Why not? No, but then if it's floating on the water, then what's the oil got to do with it? Because the oil's not like in a bubble, is it? I'm not being funny. How It's like, it's rock. It wouldn't just float, would it? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's would it, not. It, would it? Because if it... I don't know. If you've got rock... And you put it, like, if it's, right, let's say you've got a glass, yeah? I've got my glass here. And it's it's got water up to there. And then you get, you get, you get like a cork and it's literally, or you get rock and it fits perfectly in there. Like, literally perfectly. It's going to float on top, not displace the water because of the, no, the volume of water underneath. Is that, no. No, that doesn't work, It's just going to, yeah, no, it doesn't work at all. It's going to sink in it. Or whatever, yeah. it's going to all the water's going to come out. Yeah, it's, I don't, yeah, that's crap. That's a bit, yeah. of, that's a bit plus of, it says when they started pumping oil, it started, you know, the, you'd, have, you'd have to be pumping water for the water to sink, wouldn't you? Unless the oil, they're saying the oil's holding up and not the water. Mm. I don't know, it's just a rubbish story. Oh, I've got one. Um, you know, Malta, obviously, Malta, the the island of Malta. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, there's apparently there's catacombs and stuff. Apparently, the tunnels lead underwater all the way to i think italy supposed to supposed to supposed to but there's an entrance there that's been it's been blocked up now but at one point there was a school um class that went to investigate these tunnels with the teacher you know they go for a little thing yeah and apparently they just disappeared there was like 26 children and one teacher and they just disappeared in there and it, was, it might have even been 36 and they were never heard of again but apparently like for weeks afterwards people could hear like around this the island children screaming and like crying and that and you know like sounds but, far-fetched but i mean if there's tunnels they could but there was got appar- lost in apparently there. there was no, never like an actual excavation of like trying to get these kids out or anything like oh, that okay so yeah it sounds like bullshit doesn't it well uh, yeah like oh we'll just let the, the kids go down we won't bother trying to rescue them well no the, the thing is that they were eaten or whatever taken by the denizens of the underworld or it's like maybe okay. some kind of weird sacrifice or something like that and the government knew and said we're not going down it's there not to call it the government Let's not call it the government. Let's call it something else. The government else. of Malta. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, basically, yeah. That That's, um, yeah. And there's quite a few stories of underground cities. And um, sometimes they're meant to be older than, like, modern history would have you believe. Mm. There's, there's a few in, I know Turkey's got a few. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. Like some famous ones. And people say, oh, these are, are older. But then you get the historians are you know a lot of historians would be unwilling to put an older date than no because they get they won't because of their financing they'll never like jump on yeah. any of the um you know that that's the same with the pyramids isn't it it's yeah. you know they're, they're, and I, I think because obviously they're uh let's say you've got a city and it's they say it's 3000 bc it got made because mm. they don't generally go any older than that but then it's sort of they take pride in it being in their country it's like egyptology yeah. egyptology that's part of the reason people say they will never admit to it being older yeah because then they can't claim it for themselves can no, they? no exactly it's an older civilization yeah, it's, it's not their Egypt, culture it's, yeah 
it's like Atlantean or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Anyway, they, people say some of these old city, you know, they're they're older than everything. What yeah. history? What history? There, you know, it goes back further than the five thousand years where people fifteen thousand, twenty, thirty thousand years. Yeah, no, it's like yeah, it's insane. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, if they never get any proper archaeological. Or they, they probably the have, but they, they won't admit to it. Sort of thing. Well, no, they don't have to not admit to it. Perhaps they are only that old. You've got to take that into account. Yeah, I'm just saying, people say they're older. doesn't mean they are. Yeah, but it, archeolo- some archaeologi- archaeologists say they're older as well. But, you know, some, yeah. it, but it, it, you won't, it's hard to rewrite textbooks because they like to stick with a certain thing that, you know. Although a lot of the time you'll... It's, people saying that are not people who have actually studied the ruins, are they? Because you get people who make their whole career out of these ruins. So, I mean, it could be the, uh, you know, if they said it was something different, they maybe wouldn't have a career. But, you yeah, know, they spend like 20, 30 years just, uh, you know, excavating these ruins and trying to work out when they were built and who by who and all that sort of stuff. Surely you got to, you would think you'd trust them more than some bloke who's seen no, pictures it, of them and it, comes up with it? No, it's not just people that have seen pictures of it. It is actually no, archaeology. But you know, Yes, but you generally don't get people who have studied them for you like do. 20, 30 years coming out and saying these are older than... Like, you, you don't. Know, Graham Hancock, etc. You, you yeah, but he hasn't studied stuff for 20... Yes, just, he has for all his bloody yeah, life. But he's, not an, he's not an archaeologist, is he? He's well, not... He, yeah. No. Well, yeah. Not in that sense. He doesn't... I'm saying you get people who... Like Egyptologists will just study the pyramids for yeah. all their life. That's or, all they do. Or they'll study... And you're saying Graham Hancock's got more knowledge than, like, these people. That's what I'm saying. You've got to weigh up. Some people spend their whole careers just studying one thing. Yes, they might all be lying. It might They might secretly know it was really older, but their careers... Well, they, but, they won't admit it's older, you know, even if they... Whatever they discovered. It's like someone who's religious and they, you know, is, is right Christian and they sort of really do discover that, actually, you know, uh, this may be a little bit wrong. But they're never, ever, ever going to commit it because it that completely destroys their... Um, um, paradigm, doesn't it? They're they living paradigm. That's why you. That's why they will never tell us that maybe there was, you know, civilizations around. Literally, big civilizations, technological civilizations are around before we were because they like us to think that we we are the civilization. You know, we're built up and imagine, imagine who's they. Just let's just say I'm not forget. But I don't care who they are. But they, I right? do. Well, just think about it. Right? If they were told that there was uh, there was like a real big civilization advanced technological civilization around before we were but they were destroyed in cataclysms people are going to freak the fuck out because they'll realize that you know just like that we can be we can we can be gone and they won't people, be people know that anyway not really not 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 really anybody with an ounce of sense yeah, knows you, they that they never really think about it no one ever really thinks about it well no one would think about it if they changed and said well, there was an that, older civilization. Most people would be like, "Oh well, that was that's pretty cool." I'm not. I wouldn't know because most people don't think about that. I don't think so. Well, I do. I don't know. I don't. And you got to think if you're a young archaeologist, imagine if you discovered that something was a lot older and you could prove it. You'd people make have known. People think they have, and, and, and but they just take no notice of what you know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's that's what I think. Anyway. I, I, a lot of the time, I think they're sort of fringe. They're not the people who study for sort of 30 years at one site, are yeah, they? They, they are. don't generally come out. They're not, though. Yeah, they are. They're not. Yeah, they are. Anytime you see anything about these yeah, people, they they're not. Yeah, they are. They're, 
They're not. They're really oh, not. Can you give me one example? Who's not? Who's said I it? don't know because I. Well, you're I just will. making shit up as well. So. Yeah, okay, maybe I am. But right, I'm gonna. You know. I'm gonna go back to the. Uh, this, uh, let's go bring back a fantastical story that, uh, that I heard. A fantastical oh, story. It was. Um, it was a of. This is talking about underground bases, and it goes back to the genetics we were talking about earlier. You saying how scary it was. This is obviously. If this is true, it's very, very scary. But she claims that she was um, basically zapped and taken into a a, um, a craft. Yeah. Right? Actually, she said she was taken into a car and then driven along, and then she was taken into a, cra- a craft, and the craft like flew and took her into wherever it was, like some kind of mountain or underground thing, and it was um, staffed with like humans. And it was also staffed with sort of greys. And she was taken down certain levels. And there were all these experiments going on of like alien, not alien, animal, human genetics. You know, like all these just really strange, bizarre, freaky creatures, you know, like. And there was humans like. Is this that harvest thing? It's not the harvest thing. It's a different one. Oh. It's a different. I know the harvest thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's even that's, more freaky, I know, but. But that was that was taken into an alien spaceship, not into the side of a mountain or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. But um, I don't. I think when you hear like stories about you know like um, Dogman and um, Bigfoot and also Mothman, you know, like a big flying around creature. Yeah. You know, maybe that's you know genetic, and that, so these stories have got something in it where something maybe's escaped or they've let out or whatever. No. Well, possible. It's just so Mothman's a genetically engineered probably man. What? What? Maybe? By the aliens. What? Sent to warn about becoming a disaster. Know. But you've seen all these, um, these, um, like, film The Mist and what was that one with that big creature in New York? Great film. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Maybe. Cloverfield. 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 All right. Whatever. Cloverfield. That's what I said. Spaz, put your other headphone on. You really didn't. Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's what these vaccines are going to do. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. They're just like there are tons of tons and tons of stories of people coming across like underground like tunnels and going in and finding weird illuminated rooms. And um, I tell you, there was one. It was um, oh shit! It was Death Valley. But I, I was kind of like half listening, not like, you know, the whole, you know, when you're just like listening to the story, but not like taking it all in. But it was a, a couple of um, prospectors, prospectors, like sort of, you know, gold hunters kind of, who were sort of digging in Death Valley. And he fell through the earth into this big, massive chamber. And it was like filled with gold and, yeah, you know, all treasures and stuff like that. And he tried to... Um, Get I'm just saying, that's lucky he fell into the treasure. Well, he, did, he, did. he could have fallen anywhere under the thing. He could have just fallen into like a kitchen or a rubbish tip, but he fell into the treasure room. But there was loads of treasure about that, wasn't it? It was like a room with, there were like mummies in there. Like, like, they okay. looked like they were having a meeting, but it was all like treasure and stuff around. And he rec- it looked like they just died like sort of instantly. And he tried to get the um, like Smithsonian's and stuff to pay him money so he could show him where it was, but he wouldn't offer him enough money. He only offered him a million. And he was like, no, it's worth billions, whatever. 
and then he tried to show other people and then it but because there'd been a storm he couldn't find it again and anyway that's a why did he take the treasure himself he took some of it he said he took some and then he, he gave it to a friend to look after so that he could prove that he had the treasure and then when he took people back there the bloke was like i don't know anything about what you're talking about yeah he, he'd basically stolen his treasure off of him like, yeah it sounds a bit <laughs> like a load of rubbish doesn't but um yeah because of it, yeah anyways well that's it that's all the stories i've got no, there's, <laughs> go there's there's um some stories about uh, ancient cities in Asia. Yeah, we've got which sort Good of Tibet to, around that, that sort of area. Well, un- underground. Yes, underground like cities. Yeah, like um, where, um, it's um, oh, what's the blood? It begins with an S, doesn't it? Shambhala. That's it, Shambhala. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. it's got it's got some other names. Well, I think that's a more of a modern name. There was a couple of um, travelers in the. 1920s like both from not they weren't traveling together but both from like in the 20s come out of these stories right of about traveling in that area you've got uh Hang on, just, just pause one second i need to get a drink sorry oh, that's not very good is it sorry just pause one second i'm not gonna pause i'll just keep talking to myself Sorry. Sorry. i got a rotten dry throat. Go on. Fran- Ferdinand, you said. Uh, okay. Ferdinand Ozendowski and Nicholas Rowrich. Right. Are the two people. Um, they claim to have discovered a sub- this, subterranean a society sham- below cent- yeah, Central Asia, uh, which they refer to as Agatha or Agatha. 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 That's the same no, one this as... One's Agar- I think there's different... There's like a couple of different pronunciations. Agatha, Agati, Agatha, um, or Shambhala. Yeah. I think Ag- uh, Agatha They was... travelled not together in the 1920s, and they say it was home to 20 million people. Hmm. Their civilization extends throughout all the subterranean passages of the world. So they're talking like a... It's a whole, whole thing, yeah. ...web across the whole world. Yes. Yeah. That sounds very dubious. Why? Early travellers knew it as Agatha, or yeah, sometimes spelled Agati, as Asgartha or Agatha. Asgar. Well, you know, maybe it's a similar thing, Mm. although it is now commonly known as Shambhala. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, taking the legend is like most basic form. uh, Agatha is said to be a mysterious underground kingdom situated somewhere beneath the a somewhere beneath Asia and linked to other continents of the world by a gigantic network of tunnels. Do we believe that? Yeah, I do. Would the civil? I mean, I've got no notes on what the civilization is, but you would imagine it to be some sort of giant. Yeah, I think there was something about giants. you could say they'd have to be some sort of advance because if you're connecting very like all the continents, what, yeah. what would you do? It's like you're going to walk. No, they've got high super like Asia. You know, Asia to when Australia. I talk, when right? I talked about the um, that when they were on that train thing earlier, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the speeds were like a thousand miles an hour. They were. It was like they were so scared that it was going to crash because it was going so ridiculously fast. They've got and when they bumped into the people, the the other alien whatever thing it was that killed the people and, and the thing. 
they said we don't know what this tech is we only use it it's left by even older Older yeah we don't know how it works it just works that that you know but but we but the people the humans up above are not ready for this tech still not ready like spiritually or whatever because they would just use it for destroying everything that that's why we're not allowed to know what's going on okay i'm not sure why you wouldn't get different races on different parts of the planet like older times if they could travel on these underground things what do you mean or maybe that's how people did spread around the world they didn't go by boats or maybe yeah good point yeah anyway the passageway is partly natural formations and partly the handiwork of a race which created the subterranean nation provides a means of communication between all points and have done so since time immemorial According to the legend, vast lengths of the tunnel still exist today and the rest have been destroyed by cataclysms. The exact location of these passages and the means of entry are said to be known only to certain higher initiates and the details are most carefully guarded because the kingdom itself is a vast storehouse of secret knowledge. Some claim that the stored knowledge is derived from lost Atlantean civilization and of even earlier people who were the first intelligent beings to inhabit the Earth. Mm. Why? Why what? Why if you're you come you're an ancient civilization, why would you build an underground city? Because of what was going on with the um radiation, etc. That's why they went under Earth. Because they know how Do you mean uh, why radiation? Well, maybe the I think there was like, you know, to link to with like the pole shift and stuff like that, which messed up the gravitational or the magnetic um protection from the sun. So they had to go under there. They know what, and they know what's going to come. They know, you know, what happens later. So they're still protected. When we're gone, they'll still be there because they've got their if civilization. They're that advanced. Can they just build an above ground city? But why and would make they it protected? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. Maybe they like that. They've got like a, their own sun and stuff under the earth. Well, I'm not. I don't think this has got any things about another sun. I well, think what? it's just like an underground civilization. Yeah, they've got their own. own the, they got their own power their own, source. Own yeah, they've got their own. Anyway. Osandowski was a Polish scientist who spent most of his life in Russia. He was intrigued with legends and with the occult um, as much as he was with politics, apparently. He was fleeing for his life from the Bolsheviks in Russia, uh, and he fled through what he called Mysterious Mongolia, land of demons. Right. As he went, as he travelled across it, he spoke to the, like holy people, Buddhists and uh, Buddhist monks, lamas, about the tra- traditions associated with like lakes and caves and monasteries and stuff. So he was, he's looking into the history of it you know finding like stories about local areas and things like that and he kept coming across the story of uh agati all the time it's like you know he'd be yeah. speaking to these holy men and you know wise people and just people with knowledge about the area and that and they'd keep coming back to telling him about the kingdom of agati apparently he gained most this is this bloke he gained most of his knowledge from a priest he traveled with called Tush. Tushigaon Lama. Tushigaon Lama. Yeah. Tushigaon Lama. And he wrote a book about what he had learned called Beasts, Men and Gods, which was published in 1922. So I don't know what that book's like. I don't know if you can still available. What's it called again? It's called Beasts, Men and Gods. Beasts, Men. Oh, not Beast Men. Beasts, Men. Oh, yeah, it's on there. It's straight on there. Beasts, Men and Gods. It's right on there. I'll stick it there and we'll try and find it on... Um... Okay. The last bit of his book, though, that he closes it off with is the... Osandowski. 
He, yeah, he what? A prophecy. A prophecy of the king of the world. Okay, because they keep going on about the king of the world. Mm, like, I've sorry. heard about this before. Yeah, yeah. The prophecy, right, is in states in materialism will devastate the earth terrible battles will engulf the nations of the world and at the climax of bloodshed in 2029 the people of agata will rise out of their cavern world ah what will they do let's have to look through i don't know i suppose reclaim the earth and set everything to rights ah well they've already done that they've given us all the vaccine after what materialism will do to the world so we got we got nine years to go well if they've got the timing right could be now no, he says twenty twenty nine. What's the point of having a prophecy if you're not going to stick to it? Because they might be going by some other kind of calendar. Anyway, the other bloke, Nicholas uh, Rorich, was a Russian artist, poet, writer, mystic, and distinguished member of the uh, what was it? Theo, Theosophical Theosophical, yeah. Theosophical Theosophical Society. He led an expedition across the Gobi Desert to the Altai mountain range from 1923 to 1928 a journey which covered 15,500 miles across 35 of the world's highest mountain passes ah. why did he do that? I don't know ah. interesting anyway, Rorich was a man of unimpeccable credentials a famous collaborator in Stravinsky's Rite of Spring a colleague of the impresario Diaghilev didn't pronounce that right. No, you didn't. And a highly talented and respected member of the League of Nations. All right. He was also influential in the Franklin Delano Roosevelt's United States administration and was the pivotal force behind placing the Great Seal of the United States on the dollar bill. Interesting. So not just some kook? No. Well, you wouldn't think so. Uh, he was first exposed to Buddhism and heard of Shambhala in St. Petersburg, Russia during his involvement with the construction of the Buddhist temple under the guidance of Lama Argan Dogiev. Whoever that bloke is. But that book's worth trying to find to see if you can get through the week. What they're saying is one of the reasons for Rorich's expedition may have been to return a stone said to be part of a much larger meteorite possessing occult properties called the Chintamani Stone. Is that anything to do with the stone, the Australia stone thing? Spaceship, the one that exploded all over the place and then you get the um, knowledge from the... It's the Chintamani stone. It's like a section of it. He had a a section of it. Alleged to have come from the solar system in the constellation of Orion. So it's like a meteorite, always from Orion. The stone says uh, the stone was capable of giving telepathic inner guidance and in affecting a transformation of consciousness to those in contact with it. Hmm. I want one of those. According to the Lama, according to Lamist legend, a fragment of the stone is set forth to help establish spiritual missions vital to humanity, and is returned when the missions are completed. It is to its rightful home in the King's Tower in the centre of Shambhala. Such a stone was said to be in the possession of the failed League of Nations. So it didn't do very well with its mm, mission, did it? And no. its mission was to fail. The League of Nations. That, that led to the end. Anyway, led to the second return, world, didn't it? They're saying it's returned being entrusted to Rorich, but it's not known whether he was able to return the fragment or not. His expedition helped those who believed that Shambhala was more than a myth. So they're saying his basically expedition to the Altai Mountains was part of this thing to return the stone for ah. the League of Nations. And we don't know whether he did it or not. 
No. Uh, maybe he gave it back and then the League of Nations failed. Maybe they were working up till then. I don't know. He had an expedition which set out in 1924 to explore India, Mongolia and Tibet. Uh, like Ossendowski before him, he encountered uh, people talking about, you know, these stories of this underground kingdom. Mm. Apparently he wrote, he'd done a lot of stuff. He kept a journal or whatever and wrote, you know, so you got some of his writings about this, these thoughts and that. Mm. Uh, what about Atlantis? Well, could that be the similar sort of thing? Well, Plato introduced the idea of an island continent called Atlantis in a couple of his um, like writings. Timaeus and Critias, both from around 360 BCE, and both named after characters from the dialogues. In these works, Plato describes Atlantis, a continent larger than North Africa and Turkey put together. That's big. Somewhere west of the Pillars of Hercules. What would that? Where would that put it? Pillars of Hercules are the Straits of Gibraltar. Okay, so west of that. So that's like in the Atlantic somewhere, is it? Morocco. Okay. That, oh, Do you know why? No, why? I was watching a program earlier about it. Oh, what, that's that Atlantis. Atlantis. Oh, you bastard. And the bloke said he found it in um, Morocco, basically. <laughs> it, uh, they were like, had all the stuff where Plato had, um, like his explanation of where it is, and they were ticking it off and saying it was probably Morocco. Oh. Although he says it's an island, but an island apparently can just be something that borders the sea. Yeah, but so it doesn't have to be an island. A continent larger than North Africa and Turkey put yeah, together. Obviously, Atlant obviously not that. Atlanta is, is originally a pretty fancy spot sacred to the sea god Orion. What is a pretty fancy spot sacred to the sea god um, Poseidon? Covered with moats and built up from mysterious metal Arikakum, whatever that is. It was ruled by various kings who worked in confederation with each other, and together Atlantis became a massive power. Over 9,000 years before Plato's time, the Atlanteans became warlike, more than that in a second, which displeased the cods who made made it sink to the ocean floor with a series of earthquakes. It's basically everything that I hear about Atlantis is that they just got too big for their own boots, you know, the technology, and they misused it and basically ended up sort of destroying themselves. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the whole... I know it's a myth, but it's like you all... I hear a lot of um, people say channel, channel, people channeling certain spirits and guides and stuff like that. They all talk about Atlantis. They were so spiritual, but then they weren't because they basically sort of fucked everything up and killed themselves. Basically, is that? I suppose that must be something like the um, linked in with the flood thing as well. I suppose if it sank to the bottom of the ocean, it's like a big flood. You can get more sink more floody than that, could you? Sink to the bottom right. of the ocean. Yeah. You know, it's like there's yeah. definitely something in that. But, but I've got to say, if all these, if if um, we're talking about these underground civilization, if there was a big flood, wouldn't the underground civilization be flooded? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well. Or not? Yeah, they, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, unless they um. Yeah, unless they've got, they're all protect. You know, they've got like um. Doors and stuff like that to stop the water getting in. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. A bit, yeah, a bit, a bit R. Hmm. Most people don't think about that, do they? No. Hey, it's almost sound like we'd know what we're talking about tonight. Well, almost. <laughs> yeah, there was one more thing with this row, row rich bloke. Yeah, go on. He um, uh, he report reported a strange event in his travel diary. Okay. Let me just right. He, let me read this because it's easier. He was encamped with his son, Doctor George Rowrich, and a retinue of Mongolian guides in the 
Charagol Valley near the Humboldt mountain chain between Mongolia and Tibet. At the time of the event in question, Roe Richard returned from a trip to the Altai and built a stupa, a stately white structure dedicated to Shambhala. In August, the shrine was consecrated in a solemn ceremony by a number of notable lamas invited to the site for the purpose. And after the event, writes Roe Rich, the Buryat guides forecast something auspicious impending. A day or two later, a large black bird was observed flying over the party. Beyond it, moving high in the cloudless sky, a huge golden spheroid body, whirling and shining brilliantly in the sun, was suddenly espied. Through three pairs of binoculars, the travellers saw it fly rapidly from the north, from the direction of the Altai, then veer sharply and vanish towards the southwest behind the Humboldt Mountains. Mm. So like a huge golden sphere. Spaceship. Yeah, maybe. Well, isn't it? It's One of the Lamas told Rorich that what he'd seen was the sign of Shambhala, signifying that his yeah. mission had been blessed by the great ones of Altai, the Lords of Shambhala. They'd also been witness to uh, they had also been witness to a classic UFO twenty years before the official beginning of the phenomenon phenomenon with Kenneth Arnold sighting in nineteen forty seven. Anyway. I've got a theory, it's just popped in my head. Um, you know we talk about interdimensional beings. What yeah. if they are I mean, they are under the like underground but they're interdimensional that's why you know even if there's 40 million of them we wouldn't just like see them all you know they just there's like some you know when they come up in their ships is because they're phasing into our reality but they live in our earth but in a different dimension so shit that goes on you know like a um, nuclear stuff that goes on would affect yeah. would affect them like on a you know like a subatomic level or whatever yeah sounds semi sci fi plausible. Very sci fi and plausible. As plausibility as anything else. Okay, so if you had the time, the money and that, what one of these what one of these places would you want to discover? What one would I what would I not be too scared to go? It's got I think the, the most accessible, human wise, but it's probably the South Pole. But it's pretty it's pretty difficult. It's, it's like, not accessible, is it? It's no, do you know what I mean? Freedom, I mean, I don't have to go under the water or whatever. Shambhala, obviously, I'd like to go, you know. Where is it again? Nepal? Tibet. Tibet, that yeah. area. Mongolia. Like, is that why the yeah. Chinese invaded? Maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe they've been looking, maybe they control it now. Perhaps I, I, that's where I, they're getting their gene splicing technology it, from. Um, you've got like Mount Shasta and stuff like that, but they seem to have some kind of military connection as well. I mean, how close would you get into them places i'd be interested in looking into some underground stuff in the uk obviously because we're in the uk you know might be well you got in um glasgow haven't you have you glasgow? <laughs> what's in glasgow because oh, it's been there's like a um I ain't like even, a city hang on a, a minute hang on i ain't even going on the top of the city in glasgow let alone <laughs> underneath. it's like a city under the city i can't remember what it's called now the Cat, like catacombs like that. Okay. yeah it's like where they um, like uh, built the old just city basically top. instead of knocking it down yeah they just built another layer on top of it so you've got all this old like stuff still under the ground you can go down there and see it it's not people, quite the same thing like, is it well no some people say that's older like the actual original older oh. city down there is like older than what people say like not, Tataria that kind of like you know when they yeah, go that, on about the old, old civilization yeah, where it's everything that's sort of built thing. on top it's under Glasgow is not it's not because it's um, they just sort of Built, well, they did build over it, but you know, the, it was there for I don't know whether they're saying thousands of years, but hundreds of years before they say it was. Uh, I mean, 
how much shit do we not know about? You know, oh, just amazing amounts of stuff. We're just like literally a um, grain of sand on a beach, aren't we? You know, our knowledge is a grain of sand on a sandy beach. Of what we know yeah. about, include the universe and the earth and everything like that. It's just like, I mean, even stuff that we we can see and look at, we don't know a lot about. Um, you said about Wiltshire earlier, Stonehenge. Mm. That whole area has got one of the most. Is it one of the most densely uh, populated by uh, Neolithic sites in yeah. the world? I think, or definitely, definitely in Europe. Yeah. And um, you know, a lot of it we don't know what it was for. We can speculate. Mm. You know, what was Stonehenge for? It was probably a that be you know. Asked ten years ago, people were saying it's a summer solstice thing, but now they believe it's not. It was to do with the winter solstice. Yeah. Or it's a, the, yeah, a, spa- like a spaceship dimensional landing site. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you'd want something a bit more sturdier than that. Left a bit. Left a bit. Oh, fucking hell. You know, you've got, that you've got like, the whole area is um, yeah. built as something. And there there's so many different monuments there. And they're all meant to be linked together by processional ways and that. In fact, the thing I was... Another program I was watching the other day, they were talking about that area. And they, it was one of the older tombs. I think it's one of the like uh, older things. It, uh, I can't even remember how old it was. I think it's older than Stonehenge. It's like this tomb. But they found a load of bones in there. And when right. they examined them, like the people who were just like piled up, there weren't uh, like 20 odd bodies, 20 odd different bodies. When they examined them, they found that they'd come not just from like all across the UK yeah. they actually come from different parts of Europe as well so someone yeah. had been travelling to this site especially from like all across like Scotland like every part of the UK but even I think they found some bones from different parts of Europe where people had been travelling to this place so it's just even that that sort of points to a, a a community or something that's much vaster than you would consider like, like a massive like sort of people yeah. are travelling from Scotland to go to like the area of Stonehenge to do something and then you know you find their bones in this old tomb it's, ah. it's fascinating like, they go there yeah mate do you know what there, there are things where people would travel for miles to go to be buried out oh, I think it's um island where people would go if they weren't well it's basically supposed to be the en- entrance to hell or the entrance to the underworld and they'd go there you know like say if they're disabled or whatever and they'd be put in this place and they'd die there you know like they they wanted to be taken they thought if they went there they would be taken to a special place yeah. in the underworld sort of thing so maybe it's something like that you know tra- people travel for miles to go to this particular area that leads to the underworld and actually they're, they're not there's no no special place they're going to they're being fed to the deniz- denizens of the underworld you know that kind of sort of thing but it could be like something like that if you know what I mean if that makes possible but then you need to actually have a communication system that's across the whole Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's a whole country where people have learnt about this, and you know it's worth them travelling. Yeah, all that way. You think in, you know, two and a half thousand BC, you're travelling from Scotland to go to south of England. Mm. Or yeah, know, it's, it's, whatever, yeah. it's considering it was such a long time ago. That yeah, it's like yeah. bloody yeah. So maybe they, yeah, like they had actually had yeah, yeah, the civilizations older than. Not our civilization, but you know. Yeah, I do, yeah. it just—it's yeah. one of those things that just 
ask questions you know how did they all how did they know about this mm. he was thinking you know small well obviously it wasn't small community because you don't build something like stonehenge and no. aisbury and all those big stone circles and that with just a small community well, you, you, you could you if you had no hang on hang on that's not if you've got technology that can just you know lift stones you know like um sound technology etc because it probably yeah, was I, I wasn't going there with that i know but you've got her haven't you because they used mammoths didn't they <laughs> yeah right um and the, the same as you know the these big massive like monoliths and just stones everywhere that they just couldn't we can't build some of that stuff now you know yes we can not, we're probably not 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 like i heard someone it. saying that the other day on something it's like we couldn't even build it so yeah we could we could easily build it not easily otherwise it'd build it if you can build um if they could re replicate skyscrapers and that we can build a we could build a stonehenge yeah skyscrapers not touch on stonehenge if you know like, if it's not come on just mass how big the rocks are it's not how is that rubbish it's not small because it is we've got cranes we'll just whack a, you know get some rock put it into a cutting machine cut it all like, if they could do it they would have done it they would have done why it would they? because it would because that's it's the nature of people to replicate and you know it rebuild money there's it? no point yeah it's like we could build stonehenge it wouldn't be that difficult yeah right modern machinery and that you can't Hang it's on. just a, a ridiculous thing to say i wasn't talking about stonehenge i was talking about um the, the pyramids come on we could still build the pyramids if <sighs> you wanted to it would cost too much money, so they wouldn't. But we could build a pyramid. Mm, I disagree, but... A lot what, with modern technology? Yeah, lot, lots lots of people disagree as well. Why? Why couldn't we build it? We couldn't lift the blocks. To, and get it in the right place and everything like... And how? Yes, Apparently not. I'm not an engineer, well, I so... I don't, I don't believe that at all. Well, there's a lot of things you don't believe. I don't. I'm, weirdo. What, how we couldn't get it straight and in the right place really yeah apparently so i've heard apparently yeah i don't know i think that's probably people just wishful thinking i don't and i don't why would we not be able to get in the right place i don't know i don't know we, you, well, come up with one one reason why we couldn't get a pyramid like if we wanted to build a pyramid and align it somewhere else on the planet to some stars why uh, we wouldn't be able to do it why we can't build the pyramids. What you asking Google? <laughs> now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Oh, come on, you you can think critically, thinking. Why couldn't we do it? Cost, obviously. It is nearly impossible to build the pyramids today with the same materials. A similar structure could be built, but it yeah. would only be a replica. Hang on, shush a minute, and would be a replica and would not last four to twelve thousand years. A replica could be made of steel and concrete. Would be it would be hollow and much much less. Basically. We couldn't build You're something. The same tools. You're not going to get thousands of people to sit there and no. hack out and the thing with exactly. the tool. To, and to make it last for four to 12,000, it's probably longer, 25,000, 30,000 years. We haven't got the technology to do that. We couldn't do it. We couldn't make... We just get big blocks and put them on top of each other. Yeah, but they wouldn't last that long, apparently. How do, we, how do you know? Because I just read it on Google. Because stone doesn't last that long, generally. That's that, isn't that the fascination of it, or whether because of how it's lasted and it does last that long. Oh. It's sitting there, but it don't apparently. They haven't got special stone, have they? Yeah, I don't understand the thinking. That's just rubbish. Because it says it. 
if we had enough money, if someone had enough money and wanted to put it in it, you could do it. I mean, obviously, probably not with the tools they use because it would be pointless spending all that time doing it. And you'd need the manpower on that. I don't know. Use modern tools, make the bricks, stack them on top of each other. Mm. Wouldn't have to be hollow, would it? Mm. I don't know. I'm gonna... I mean, you could you could make a cheaper one, make out of like steel and whatever. And, and not, yeah, hang on, it wouldn't last. But if we make an exact replica, you're saying we couldn't make an exact replica? I don't know if we could make an exact replica that would last that long. I don't know. I'm going to say I don't know because I don't know. I have no clue. I'm not going to. I... I'm going to say I. Ex I don't know either. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could make a replica exactly the same if we wanted to. Oh, pardon me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to draw my land in, my line in the sand and say. Yes, we could do that. Well, I am. Right. Go on then. Okay, if we if someone had enough money they wanted to put into it, they could do it. Right. Obviously, not using the tools that they used. Cause and, and would it last? Would, well, you've would got, it last as long? Hang on a minute. If you made it out of the same material. Well, the point was they couldn't. They didn't make it like using chisels and stuff like that. They must have had some other technology to build it like that for it to last that long. That's I think that's the sort of the gist of it. We we couldn't build it. If you built it in the same way now, it wouldn't last that long. So it has to be some other technology. I don't think we could build it in the same way. I don't see how you would be on a... I don't know. I just, in that sense, like getting people with hammering chisels and chiseling out all those blocks, I don't mm. think that would be possible nowadays. I just don't think people would be bothered to be like i'm not gonna spend my whole life oh, yeah. chiseling yeah, blocks but the, the question was could we do it with our own technology isn't it i think that's the which you I think we could i think we could cut blocks and stack them on top of each other yeah of course because we're not spazzes are we it's not, it's mm. not rocket science after we sent people to the moon did I, we i never really got oh, yeah. that yeah i don't get it i never really got that when the people said we couldn't do it it's like Mm. 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 Yes, I, I'm pretty sure we could if we really wanted to. If yeah. someone had the will and the, it, I mean, it'd cost so much money. There'd be no point. Well, there would be no point anyway. But if it was money, no object. I mean, we we built nuclear, yeah. nuclear weapons. I didn't. I never did anything to do that. But people did. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Just, big, yeah. just big Lego. Big Lego, yeah. Why don't do that? Big Lego. What? It's called Duplo. They could do big Lego. Really, really big Lego. Yeah, really big Lego. Like, if I if I if I could do anything, like, I don't know. I'd <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I think it's time to go now. We've gone to big Lego. <laughs> big Lego. Cool. All right. Um, that was quite good. I quite I enjoy I enjoyed our chat tonight, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it's you. Okay. Um, I don't know what we're going to do next week. I have no clue. <laughs> Nor do I. We could do. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah, doing some kind of. Um, yeah, some kind of conspiracy thing, whatever. Matt, you might even. Um, might even have the body count for how many people have died from the vaccine next week. No, I'm kidding. That's bad. Bad form. Very bad form. That's a bit harsh. Yeah. That wasn't it. it? Was a bit. It was a bit harsh. Yeah. Actually, no one will die from it. Well, someone will. You don't know that. Well, we're not talking about that anyway. We're 
we didn't we didn't even say that anyway love love from me <laughs> love from my brother <laughs> and we'll um okay. we'll, we'll we'll speak again next week okay all right see you later bye bye bye, bye.